we won't be airing the Kanye West episode due to the things he said during the interview. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did interview Kanye that one time, did we? We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, um, go subscribe, rate, and review, and, uh, you know, get these fire bars up. This is the worst case scenario. I am your host, Valio Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rapscallion, Punani DeFranco, the Archduke Depeche Mode, Van Luftballoons, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. With me, as usual, is Adam Strange. Hello. The Vice Count, Dirty Finger, uh, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, and uh, you are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, and it's episode 337, which, if you turn it upside down, spells madly. So, you shout out to that guy. You know what I mean? Uh, we're all about number spellings, because, you know, we're like Zillennial SoundCloud rappers, you know, shit like that. Oh, I was thinking it's because we were we were from the time that calculators happened and that we could write Oh, and you could write boobs. boobs. Yeah, in, you know, 80085. That's true. Also that, shout out, uh, you know. If, wait, if, wait, then the five got to go first or it would be... um If you write 733... Eight oh oh eight five. Then you've written Lee boobs. No, no. So shout out to Lee boobs. Um, there's always that. I don't know how you'd write Mad Lee boobs, but don't even worry about it. Um, man. So we didn't talk about Parlor last week. I got home after we recorded, and I was just like fact. flipping through my news, taking a dump, and I'm like, Oh, Kanye bought Parlor. I cannot believe that's a thing. And it hasn't happened yet. Right, but he's buying in the same way that uh, Elon has been buying Twitter forever. Yeah. But I don't think these things are like... Musk is a little more locked in because he actually signed paperwork so that if mm-hmm. he doesn't buy Twitter, he's got to give them $10 billion just for fucking with them. That was part of the deal. Like, if he doesn't buy it, he has to give them a big-ass load of money, and that's the only reason right. he's pushing forward now that he's realized he's paying $44 billion for something that has a sticker price at like $20 billion. But you know it's like super uh, poetic. As much as Kanye like buying Parlor is just some sucky weirdness, uh, you know who he's buying it from, right? Candace Owens' husband, apparently, mm-hmm. white guy. Exactly. Uh, well, I didn't know he was a white guy, but that doesn't surprise me. He just looks real creepy. He just a real creepy looking dude. And- but the fact that Kanye would be buying his kind of truth social Twitter off of Candace Owens is uh, very closing the circle kind of thing. You know, she, well, she saw the opportunity when he was like, hey, controversial person, you want to come to my fashion show and help me get press? Thinking yeah. that he was going to get good press, I guess. But then, um, because that was the end. It's pretty funny. You look at, like, the news when all this Kanye stuff was happening. It was every day there'd be like, oh, look what Kanye said yesterday. Oh, he was on Drink Champs and said this. Oh, LeBron's not going to play the podcast. And then... The one tweet is like, I'm tired now. 
But when I wake up, I'm going death con three on these Jews. Mm, yeah. You know no, what happened always. though? The next day he woke up, he didn't go death con three on these Jews. He basically No, he keeps saying they were like no pretty anti Semitic shit. But you go look him up in the media right now, you go just search Kanye in your Google mm, News. Right. Like, there's there's not a lot more. There's nothing except for Kanye is anti Semitic. Is the list of like I'm not working with Kanye. Hey, Ari Emanuel. Yeah, that guy that from Entourage. Mm. He came out and was like, if your business is linked to Kanye, you better get that fucking link cut right now because we're done. At the same time, the JP, his bank was like, yeah, we don't want to hold your money. The idea that a mm. bank would be like, we don't we don't want to hold your fucking money, you fucking weirdo. Like, it, it he's he's done. But I don't know that that's going to like really stem. And I'm not Adidas is taking next. that side. Well, yeah, we already went through the Adidas versus Puma debate. You can look that up on previous episodes. No, but I mean, but like uh, Kanye being on the old anti-Semitic trope of like, oh, the Jews control the banking. Like, I don't know that his bank cutting him off is gonna no. like change his mind about that, and, or like anyone who's already invested in the idea. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing is. is <laughs> It's not like, and that's the worst, is I did see a lot of comments on these news stories being like, well, you know, the Jews do run the banks. And I'll be like, yeah, Jews do own some banks, yes. You know who else owns banks? Everybody, Just man. white people. Saudi Arabians yeah. own banks, you know, yeah, like fucking Australians own banks. It's the city of London is an entire sector of London that is just banks owned by fucking Anglo fucking... You know, yeah, and this is this, another. There's a lot of people owning banks, and Jamie Dimon and J.P. Morgan is not a Jewish not bank. Jewish, he no. is not a Jewish man, and that bank is just owned oh. by shareholders that are, uh, de- are all around America. Fucking well, also truck, you know funds. So going all the way back to like where the roots of these ancient, because these anti-Semitic tropes are almost like. You know, at the birth of racist shit, even before people considered there to be like, oh, there's black race, there's white race, there's Asian race, mm-hmm. all that shit. You know, way before that, motherfuckers was prejudiced against Jews. I think that's yeah. why anti. I think that's why anti-Semitic has its own category, yeah. and it's not just like oh, because it is just racism. Yeah, but it's it's so super specific and predates everything else. You know, it's like it's um, a culturalism as yes. much as anything, right? And um, the, the funniest bit is to like the banking conspiracy is a hundred percent based that Christians weren't allowed to have banks for a little while. And so they would yes. go to Jewish people and ask and, for loans. And then, then they'd be mad that they got a loan from a Jewish guy when right. they were the one asking for it. But So that's kind of what I was uh, going into is that the reason that Christians weren't allowed to be the back then called the money changers was, and this seems like weird now, but at the time in those ancient times to be a money changer was considered one of the lowest and most filthy jobs that you can have. And that's the only reason why they let Jewish people at that time have that job because they were subjugated people and they were like, all right, we're only going to let you do, you know, the what we consider to be the filthiest no, job. But- so at the same time where you have now to this day in anti-Semitic tropes, they're like, oh, yo, they're these filthy schemers, but also they're the controllers of the whole fucking society mm-hmm. and it comes basically it's just the thousands of year old trope of what 
They were a subjugated people. It was the only fucking job that you let them have. And now that that job has like expanded into the most powerful job, you're like, oh, well, there was there was schemers who control them. There was one pope who apparently like didn't want to pay interest on loans he was going to take. So he found like an obscure line in the Bible and pushed it for like two years back in in old Vatican times saying, hey, look, it says here in the Bible, you're not allowed to charge interest. You can loan money, but the Bible says you can't charge interest. So as a Christian, you're not, you're not allowed to charge interest on a loan. Mm. And so for hundreds of years through, you know, early European, medieval, whatever, you know, early Pope times, they could they weren't allowed to. They technically couldn't. You know, there and is like also the Merchant of Venice. In, uh, is, I shouldn't mention this because I don't really know, like, the roots of it. But my understanding is that uh, also in ancient Islam. Like there was a similar rule of like that you cannot be a money exchanger, charge interest and all that. And they as well uh, would do their money exchange through uh, Jewish people. And so, you know, it's not I don't think it's it's I don't think it's any coincidence that both the Christians and the Jews have all these anti-Semitic tropes when they're like. Made weird fucking monetary rules up, and then Jewish people were like, "Nah, I mean it's just money. It's probably fine." Yeah. And then they were like, "Okay, sure, I'll exchange shit." And then like, "Oh, these guys are screwing me over." Yeah. <laughs> they don't do that. Yeah, I shouldn't. Have, yeah, that was a hard. That was a hard clip. Look yeah. at that. You can see. Now I can it. see it. You can see it. Now here's now that'll be fun for the robot though, now, especially because we're talking about the Jews. Kanye tried to explain being like, "I don't mean all the Jews." You know, I said the Jews, but I only meant like a couple of them, not all of them. So like, you know, all you Jews that aren't involved in the vast worldwide conspiracy, I'm sorry, I'm not talking about you. Which number one, fuck you, you don't have any idea. It's like if a black guy named Steve fucks me over and I'm like, oh, fuck all black people. They're all like Steve. Or just all you know, Steve's. Like, no, fuck all Steve's. Or I'm like, fuck black people. Not not, not th- those of you that aren't Steve, but just fuck all black people. I know I'm saying it like that, but I just mean that one. Like, you can't do that shit. And his whole idea, the worst part is... This is going to go really he, south for He this says that, that they are controlling the rap industry, that Jews control rap industry, and that, you know, like, it's all their well, idea. He's being they blamed like, for controlling all the stuff. Yeah, back in New York, they were like, this soul music's nice, but I'd like to have a bigger beat. Let's find some black people to sing about crime, and it'll make them look bad. Fuck you. You know, that's not how it happened. And the reason that, like, black people, or, for the most part, black people, yes, in early American music, the record deals they got were mostly with Jewish people. You know why? In Italian, Because though. the regular white people, they wouldn't fuck with you because they were so fucking racist that they didn't even consider you human enough to be on their fucking well, record label. N- the only ones that would sign and put records out and not call them race records, and the only reason race n- records no, came they were from still the... called race records. Th- when... The race records were from the major corporations. That's what they would call them in their catalog, RCA, Columbia. Mm-hmm. But Chess didn't call it that. They called these their blues records, and these are their soul records. Well, then, Those were Jewish were, men right. who used their money to go out and record black artists and help okay, bring right. the black art to the public. But, now, Motown wasn't a bunch of Jews controlling black artists. It's not like Jews just came in and decided to control black music forever, hard, right? and a cabal of them did it. Like They were being nice to you. Some of them were, were being nice okay, to you in a way that, chill no, on that. No, I'm just saying, like, they were signing you in a way that you, the, who is you? 
the other Chill, record, bro. the re- other record labels, black artists, yeah, early I, black I know, musicians know, who know, were being signed. <laughs> Most of a lot of labels wouldn't even let them in the building. Yeah, if they I, put them on tour, they wouldn't let them stay in the okay. same hotels. Like the record industry was racist as fuck, and the Jews it's were a little is, bit less uh, racist. No, but also what you, what you're missing out on is that at that time. Very much of the record industry was owned by the Italian mafia. Well, and uh, we don't need to really. I'm not talking about the industry, but this, performances were. But no, uh, like they weren't making the records yet, right? And they no, really didn't. It's, I'm not saying Italians are making the records. I'm saying that the whole like radio payola scam, the whole uh, you know before the record industry got consolidated, like all of these things were. Not entirely, but largely created or controlled rather by Italian organized crime. And so a lot of the corruption, whether it's from, you know, and then there is an era where Jewish organized crime is in bed with Italian organized crime, which then, you know, trickles downwards well, the Italian in, into black culture as it always does. And so that's that's largely how that all connects. You know, during Prohibition, it's, they 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 were the only ones with clubs, you know, and that that stayed. So like as Prohibition left, a lot of these clubs were still in the hands of Italians. Absolutely. And so they they for the longest time controlled like different circuits of touring so they had like the performance aspect. we might need to start this but episode then, over and just but then selling selling not, records you know this is, this is it's a good thing we don't have very many listeners but like listening if you ever look up problematic there's, there's some there's some weird shit you don't think about looking up but like the history of the top <laughs> 10 is a mm-hmm. weird one just to learn just to know like the history of the top 10 came from sheet music first mm-hmm. and these guys that were like i'm actually gonna find out what sheet music sold the most what album sold the most and then mm-hmm. like going from that into the rise of indie labels of like in the beginning there were like four people making records Mm -hmm. and it wasn't for like another 20 years people were like oh shit we can buy their old machines you know and then they start making and that's when actual like blues proliferates the world like at that point is when blues gets to europe and like you mean when they start making records yeah you know like you had blues radio you had Mm -hmm. black music on the radio in the south Mm -hmm. and then in some cities up north like and that was just southerners who had gone to chicago you know gone to new york even new york was not playing that black radio for a long time like they didn't take on like you know you don't hear about like the old new york blues you know like they went to chicago they went to detroit i mean new york wasn't even playing hip-hop until like 20 plus years after it was born really that's so like it's and it was and and then hip-hop was born there and and most like i say all for red alert mr magic they just you know all black culture all every form of black genre that came out was always like somebody went to the label they were like i'm not putting that fucking record out and then somebody on the side you know like somebody with chess records or stacks you know like stacks black music it was known as one of the biggest black corporations of america through the 70s -hmm. you know that was a white country guy who was not Jewish, just a regular old white guy somewhere in Tennessee who was oh, like... Oh, so Jews can't be regular white people now? Who, who could only afford a studio. No, I'm saying thanks, for Kanye. This is for thanks, Kanye. Thanks, Tom Ye West. I'm saying for Tom, for Kanye. It's <laughs> You are West. You're Jewish Tom people West. do not control oh, the music now. industry. And like the, the roots of black music, you know, might have one or two Jewish guys walking up and being involved, but that's, you know, it's like it, they weren't there nefarious. Like, Okay, Leonard Cohen. Is that his name? Leo Cohen? Leonard Cohen. No. No. Leor Cohen. Leor Cohen. Are you from Def Jam? He's the one that I think is sparking all this with Kanye. 
because he he at some oh, point mean- had hands on Kanye's money at some point in Kanye's career, and. He and Puffy are boys now, and I don't know who it is behind. Well, they've been friends for quite behind some time, Ka- but well, Kanye apparently thinks it's okay. So wait, it's, it's the anyone, Jews that on. control Puffy that are the ones that he's mad at and going DefCon on because they control the music. Right. Industry. Also, he said DefCon, which I thought was hilarious, and people keep repeating that. And he's like, "That's not what I meant. I'm just it's, dumb." It, but no, and also, but people are. I've seen it tweeted and like memed and shit. He's like, he's going DefCon, which is. Death con is not a thing. It's when you trick somebody and you're thinking they're dead, and then you you inherit their stuff. That is a but, good but they way to really play, dead. play it. But just for anyone listening who wants to know, the term is Defcon with an F. And while it does sound like a record label owned by <laughs> Lior Cohen, uh, it is not. It's it's because of his it, it means actions. Like uh, the status of the United States military defense is always at a certain level of DEFCON, which means defense condition. And so the lower the defense, there's only four levels of DEFCON. And this is what I also thought was kind of weird. Yeah, three is like medium, right? It's not that bad. There's four is like we're chilling. If you're on DEFCON four, you're chilling. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. I thought it went up. No, DEFCON 1 means we're fucking launching. I'm going to have to watch War Games again. And it's nuclear, and we're going ham on it. Would you like um, to play a game? But, uh, but yeah, it was just... <clears throat> and who knows? Maybe, maybe Kanye really knows it, and other people were misinterpreting the shit, but he was like, yo, I'm going DEFCON 3, which means, like, I'm only... Like ratcheting up the least degree that you can ratchet the tension, mm. uh, and but like, but just so you know, I am ratcheting it up, but just you know, not not all the way, not, not a not tremendous my missiles, not a tremendous amount. We're not launching; we're just going one That's more. The, he's on the, the podcast. So. I only went to three. Why did they get so mad? Yeah, like no, and that's what I mean by like. I'm not, you know, lauding Kanye or anything, but he is both insane and very well educated. Like, I don't know if you know, like his, no, he's, no, his mother is one of like, uh, or was before she passed. I'm sure that he dropped out of college. Oh, I see what you did there. He didn't register on time. I think that was very good good joke. And if there were other people here, they would laugh. mom wasn't smart. You know what I mean? No, his mother was one of the most esteemed fucking um, uh, uh, laureates, I guess. That's not the right word I'm looking for. Um, No, his his mother was a very esteemed college professor, I believe, at the University of Chicago. Feel free to look that up. But um, the so Kanye grew up. Uh, largely for a number of years in China because his mother was such an esteemed professor at, I believe, the University of Chicago that she got brought over to China to teach children. And so uh, some of the roots of Kanye's, like... He doesn't read books. He says he's never read a book. (laughs) No, he can't mean that. That's absolute bullshit. He can't mean that. That's absolute bullshit. But if you can say that, that means you've read very fucking little books. Mm, no, it just means he that's learn what from, you want people. He to could think. learn from YouTube. I just mean no, the like way Jay, he talks. Yeah, Jay Z says, "Like, yo, I'm not a rapper. I'm a hustler." And it's like, I'm not saying you're not a hustler, sir, but you are very clearly 
one of the greatest rappers to ever touch the mic. So well, shut the fuck up. With Biggie this. didn't write rhymes, they said, that's, and neither did Jay Z. But none of that's I, true. I recently none of that's DJ true. Premier has got a YouTube sh- sh- channel and a mm-hmm. show. Fucking watch it. It's the best shit ever. He basically pulls out a floppy disk and he's like. Mm-hmm. This disc. Now, let me tell you the story. And the last one I watched was a Biggie song. And he was like, Biggie needed a back backside for Juicy. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, and he wanted a to be... A B-side, yeah. He wanted it's to be unbelievable, street. yeah. And so he's like, I just made this beat real quick. And I'm in the lab sitting there. And Biggie's been sitting there, like, you know, about three hours. And I'm like, dude, I got to go to bed, man. You ain't even writing. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I got this. I'm ready. Let's go. And he's like, well, he's like, yeah, I've just been writing in my head. Let's do this thing. And he's like, he walked in the studio and he just fucking blasted it. And first take, that's this track. And like... Yeah, Premier is one of those guys that I'm like, yeah, I believe him. Like if somebody else says it, I'm like, I'm maybe Premier. I'm like, yeah, I do. I do tend to believe like I would be a sucker for love on most things. But, that and I'll say, say. As hip hop called history but goes. Also, watch that show. Uh, what is it called? I don't. If you look up DJ Premier, it's his. Mm-hmm. It'll, you'll get his YouTube channel, and it's just him. And it's like something about floppy disks, or, and it's not what it happened, but it's something like that. It's like you know something like that of like, it's like how what it, it happened, what was. it was, and it's just him pulls out a disc. Puts it in the MPC and then, oh, this sound came from this record. This this is what was happening that day. Yeah, um, we no. just lost our deal. We were getting this other deal with this, and then I and ran I, into Professor. This. Okay, and I'm not saying that that particular story isn't true, or that you know those you know uh, legends of Biggie or Jigga are okay. not are not true. But hold on, let me just finish what I'm saying. Is is that I do know people who can write to that length in their head without putting it on paper. Uh, Gus Cuddy generally can do that shit. So, you know, shout out to that bad motherfucker. But um, what I will say also is just because you didn't see someone write that shit down in front of you doesn't mean that they didn't write that shit down somewhere and memorize it before you got there. So, like... With Kanye being smart, all I'm saying is that if he is intelligent... Then he ha- he is a fucking genius. He's definitely by the way he acts in public. Because slavery was a choice. No, because I'm going deathcon on these Jews. He can't understand right now, right now, what's happening to him. That's the one thing I can take from looking at all this. There are robots, androids that are sexualizing his children at his house. Other is, wait, other rich people. Mean? I don't understand what you're talking about. Right he's, now. He in his last interview, he said that when he went to his house to see his children, mm-hmm. that Hollywood people bring fake children that are either actors or androids there to sexualize his children. Like crisis actors. Like I'm saying that like he's got crisis hecklers. Insanity. <laughs> minus is from intelligence. You know, like he's I don't got care. crisis. And children? at the same time, his own words. Slavery's a choice. He doesn't read. And if you're older than him, you can't tell him nothing. So therefore, doesn't matter how smart his mom was. She couldn't tell him nothing because she was older than him. And only people younger than him can no, know I, I know okay. this is all his act. But he's, he's right, fucking all, really acting it. Hold you know? on. Okay. I'm not, I'm not arguing that point. What I'm saying, though, also is that if you recall, the way that his mom passed away was Big in moves. a botched uh, breast augmentation surgery that he Kanye had was paying for and so while we can clearly see you know it's on record that he is mentally ill like even without mental illness if you had like paid for your mom's boob job and it killed her I think that with no genetic prehistory, you'd probably start hating Jews. Off, 
well, you go off the rails no, in any kind of fucking way. No, it's man. like it's like, like when I hear people say he needs to I'm take not his making, meds. No, I'm, I'm like, not do they have excuses. meds that, that make you? Are there meds that make you less anti-Semitic? Right. Like, no. what the fuck does that we, even mean? No, we we agree on this point. It's the same way as like you remember in the very early days of this show, like the very first year when we were still a radio show in '09 um, was when. Mel Gibson yeah, that's what, was like, I was drunk. That's why I said all that anti-Semitic misogyny. I called that cop Jewy sugar tits because I was drunk. And we were all like, yeah, dude, booze doesn't make you racist. It just uh, makes you feel comfortable to say the racist shit that was already in the back of your head. You know, <laughs> so I, I do agree with you. Jack Daniels now with less racial hatred. <laughs> Which is like, kind of funny because not really no, but it's, it's Jack Daniels. Isn't it? it is kind of funny in the sense that like Jack Daniels is kind of like uh, the cotton gin of whiskeys. You know what I mean? Because you know Eli Whitney gets credited with inventing the cotton gin, which accelerates the whole like both slavery and the um, uh, industrial revolution, but. The idea that they're like, yeah, a white man would invent an easier way to manufacture cotton from a plant to a textile. It's like, well, no, white people had already done that. They had forced black people to do it. So, like, it's it, it it's bizarre that that was even sold to. So, like, when Eli Whitney was coming out. That the Lynch family was somewhere like, hey, hey, <laughs> come on, buddy. Uh, but yeah, that's and you know because Jack Daniels was, uh, you know, in it was created. The recipe for Jack Daniels was originally made by a black dude, and uh, Jack Daniels basically just his <sighs> boss. We can put it that way because oh, like uh, owner feels not okay for a white man. I mean, I'm what. Owner feels like not okay for me as a uh, white man to say oppressor. Uh, yes, his, I think either okay, way, there's, there's no way he wasn't an his, oppressor. His oppressor, whenever that was invented. Right. Jack Daniels was the Eli Whitney of whiskey. Eli whiskey. Ooh, I'm right. That maybe that's. I might have just busted out the titular line. Um. Now there's been a big wave of the Kanye stuff. The, the new. The ones from this weekend now are all these articles that are like, mental health is no excuse. Hey, stop saying it's mental health. Don't blame mental health. Other crazy people aren't out here saying this shit. Like, and some of them can understand what they would have said. Because that's the thing about Mel Gibson is like, he didn't double down on it for two weeks. You know, he came out the next day and was like, I realize, you know, how fucked I made it. Like, Kanye's out there like, I'm glad I started this fight. They're like, you know it was racist? Yes. Yeah, because it's, it's my people have, have felt racism for the last 200 years, so therefore it's okay for me to be racist to them now. And I can't be racist to them because black people are the actual Jews. So he's like, not even like, I hate you for being Jews, but guess what? You're not even Jews. Nah. You, you don't even get that thing that we hate you for. Okay, but that's not like an original idea. Oh, no. No, like, no, 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 no. I know. You grew up know around the, D.C., so you knew black are. Israelites. I know about those pyramids in Georgia. Right, but also not just that. Like mm, It was pretty much that dude. I mean, well, no, he was there's, the big prophet. He went back and forth from D.C. to New York before going to Georgia. Uh, no, but there is a whole movement called black Israelites. I've read all the books. and Right, but if, you, if you're not from certain cities yeah. or at least it kind of looks like arrested development 
Very much. It's like you know what they but call no hoteps, but they. I'm not. I'm not getting into the rapey well, part. Well, there's a reason they don't own that farm no more in Georgia. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm not speaking about that specific yeah. group of people, but black Israelites were a thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure which and how many cities, but I do know that if you were like New York area, D.C. area, Philadelphia area. You probably Detroit. and there's I'm sure yeah, I'm sure like Detroit maybe Boston Atlanta uh, it was big because they were there like a, a bunch of them moved there mm-hmm. from the other cities and then had their thing but like if you were ever in Little Five Points in the 90s they, they were it was out there they right. were out there like hey you want a book here's some free books and I, as a hippie of course I'm grabbing them and I'm like oh look at this this says that aliens made white people. And yeah, and then or the, you know Yakub did, but that's more of a five percent thing. But yeah, it's the same idea of what they now call hoteps. But I don't think like you and I, as two no. white men with a podcast, are allowed to say that even. Uh, but I did, and here we are, and we don't do a lot of editing. So, uh, well, I'll say racially, yeah, I think all religions are silly, but, regardless of the race or culture that invented it. Right, but my point is being that as it relates to Kanye, if we might just land this plane so he don't have to say any more fucking highly dubious shit is just that like Connie being like saying a lot of anti-Semitic shit and then kind of securing it and closing the circle by being like because they're not Jews anyway. We're the real Jews. That's not his original no, thought. None, that's, of, none of this is. That's why I said none of this is his original thoughts. And right. somewhere it's, it's from the the black Israelite. I, well, it's no. It's and even then it's mixed look, with that because he's got these right wingers putting on top of it. Exactly. So because and then I would really like to specify this in specific because while I've always found. Uh, the the espoused beliefs of the black Israelites that I have known or spoken to to be highly dubious at best. Even what Kanye is doing is, and if I may use this term, is he's appropriating sampling. It's some, a great thing. Yeah, he's kind of yeah, Taking but little samples. But he's all the he's he's using dubious sampling on source material that was dubious in the first place and then translated re- through idiots re like stitching that through a bunch of shit he just made up or is possibly appropriating from other places it's kind of like when somebody is doing like a throwback DJ set yeah um from an era that they weren't around, so like you like throw Aini Kamozi yeah, into your DJ set, and you're like, oh yeah, no, was, this '90s thing you're doing is cool, but Aini Kamozi is whack when it came out, bro. There's a way to mix <laughs> shimmy shimmy ya, okay, and Radiohead's creep, where they weren't supposed to go together, but if you mix them just right, yeah, it comes out where he that, goes that raw, right yeah. over a raw, and it you're like, hey, two different ideas that don't aren't we're supposed That's to. That's good, but Aini Kamozi was always whack. I'll say the problem right now, Kanye, is somewhere two weeks ago, week and a half, all the right wingers who had been feeding him all this shit. Because think about it, him, he's he's with Candace. Owen's husband and they're talking yeah. somewhere and Candace yeah. Owen's husband's like well these Jews run the banks and Kanye's like yeah. and also white people are aliens um, you know he, like oh yeah that's cool but hey let's get back to these Jews because somewhere right now there's like seven to ten Republicans in a mm-hmm. closed chat text group that are like 
holy shit, can you believe he just said it out loud? Oh my God, he said that shit you told him on the radio? On the fucking radio. No, no, he tweeted Puff Daddy. He's going DEFCON. DEFCON? Like, they had to be like, oh shit, he's on not going to bring this back to he, us, is he? Wait, uh, but in, in the tweet, did he say DEFCON, D-E-F, or D-E-A-T-H? It was DEF. Like DEF. Like, he said DEFCON. And I, like I said, I think that was just him not knowing that what he was saying he or might the not I but he, he might defcon i'm saying he's a very educated he was sleepy dude. so it might have um spell checked and he might not have oh seen it. and also he might have been like speech to texting mm-hmm. and that was his last tweet until Elon his very it. last yeah no they, they, they when they got that when they were like somebody twitter was like let me see defcon on jews oh okay yeah flag you know like that was the end that was his last tweet and then he went to he just got kicked off instagram and he went to twitter and then he did that and got kicked off of that too well, and and also, then, he, then three days later, he's like, I'm going to buy Parlor, the least performing of the new five. There's Frank, okay, and that I don't remember who owns. I think Frank might be the one that the um, pillow guy owns. Then there's Truth, which is Trump's one. Right, That's Trump's doing the best here. out of all of them. Then there's... Not, which is not saying much. Then there's Grinder. No, it's Telegraph, I believe. <laughs> Telegraph is like the Russian one, but the right-wingers really like it, so then they're on there. Tinder. And is Tinder one is talking to? No, yeah, I'm, no, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I thought Tinder matched. All the fire ones were for fucking. You haven't had to date in a long no. time. So no, I've never, I, ne- I never, I fine. never had to internet date. And then, you know, as it began, the internet. And so I never, I will, I will never do that. You know, that's something that's not going to be part of my life. I am not going to be like a 90 year old trying to do it someday. Oh, fuck that. I'll jerk off before I fucking. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You never. I can jerk off my fingers crossed. Step, step the game up. Yo, shout out. Shout out to the strangers. <laughs> You ladies know who you are. <laughs> uh, no, I agree with you. I, uh, I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, it's just, it's crazy watching his career. It is. Ooh, Kanye's, yeah. It's just, and now I'll say this. Everybody that, I keep seeing the thing, but he's a genius. And I'll be like, okay, look, the albums were all right. The first couple were really, really good. They were really, really, really good. There's some good songs on the last one. He's not a genius for music. You know, like Quincy Jones you know, mm. I think I would say he's done more than Kanye musically. Oh well, yeah, but and that's like being like, "Yo, Jesus, he did more than Moses." I mean, come on, Moses, am yeah, I right? Exactly. And there, there's a they, they got pantheons. Like, there, there's no whole. Ba- <laughs> you know, Moses has to share his religion with other people. Jesus got his own whole fucking no. side book. Jesus is, is a Jewish dude. Yeah, I know, but Christianity. Which exists. and that's the other fucking. Uh, Abraham had as big as Moses. In That's the days. other fucking funny shit, too, is that, like, Kanye has not only Jesus Walks, but he's got several Jesus-based songs. And a whole album. And uh, and a Sunday service. Yeah. And, and, and a school. And he's, he's the most famous of the Jewish people. A, yeah. Jesus is. Yeah. yeah, he's the most famous of all the Jewish people. Um and I mean, it's not—it's not a new idea or thought to be well, so, like. So I oh, can compare Jesus to Moses. Then no, I'm just you saying you can, and, but you're never—he's Moses is never going to measure up. He's like Moses has like stepdad energy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not Jesus' stepdad technically, but he's got that kind of energy. Like as far as like where his place in the pantheon is, as someone with no children. Who has like had girlfriends with children? I will say that, like, you know, uh, and I'm no Moses, uh, but I would just say Moses has a lot of step stepdad energy. 
Oh yeah. I'm sure, I believe he had like 800 kids in the Bible or something like that. But no, that's not even the point. I he's like a, I don't remember him having kids. He's a stepdad to Jesus in a, in an energetic kind of way. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's just it's just crazy. Uh, Kanye's shoes. I'm gonna get on that. Them some ugly ass oh, shoes. Oh, those! I never shoes. ever saw those, those shoes and really? thought I would love to pay hundreds of dollars for for fucking Crocs. Like, I recently saw the history of Crocs and know the history of Crocs. One guy was like, hey, this company makes foam. These shoes aren't slippery on my boat. That's the whole history of Crocs. Man, no. Buy that company and we'll make foam shoes. And then now he's all like, Adidas is trying to steal my idea for foam shoes. I'm like, no, the Crocs did it first. It's not just that. It's like, you don't remember Hirachis, do you? Like, Nike made these Johns called Hirachis. And Hirachis had essentially like this. The big puppy front. They well, they had a foam sock inside of this high top, yeah. and you could pull the foam sock out and you could look at it. But it, uh, Kanye, it's like the Hirachi sock fucked a croc, and um, it's well, it's almost like you know how actually a probably a better, a more relatable analogy would be like you know how in the aliens movies the xenomorph. What it comes out like, you know, because it has like to the, like the little mouth be, that comes out of its right, but like, um, they they gestate inside of any living creature, yeah. and what the alien comes out looking like, your genetics has to do with the genetics of that creature, yeah. Um, and so it's like if the xenomorph fucked a croc and like impregnated crocs. That's what the Yeezy Crocs look like. They're definitely like... It's like a a violent misinterpretation of Crocs. Yeah. Um, That's it. That's what I'm saying. But that's where... That's why he's a genius. It's because he made ugly shoes. (laughs) And took over fashion. Uh... I don't know. It's just a violent misinterpretation of Crocs. which, Which by itself was already really horrible i do love that he's making like what i wear by mistake into into fashion now because like i will often leave my house without realizing i'm wearing old raggy black jeans with a black sweatshirt which mm-hmm. used to be a fashion faux pas you're not supposed to just wear all black shit and just walk around outside the house well, not black raggedy ass black jeans and shit match. That doesn't match, like, but, you don't don't wear a heather with a charcoal but that's, that's what he does look. that's what he does now he just yeah, goes out there with black pants getting... and a black shirt yeah, if if the White Lives Matter thing didn't tell you anything, it's that he's like losing all sense of style and so he's making crocs and wearing shit that don't match that says that white lives matter and it's like you didn't have to make that shirt because once your shit started not matching and being kind of tattery and scattery, we already know it's like the whole like um Tell me the thing without saying the actual thing. Like, no, we knew yeah. that you were kind of like a black-white supremacist when your shit stopped really matching or looking good. Or also that you wanted anything to do with Crocs. Yeah. <clears throat> I think maybe that we're going to see a melding and morphing, a xenomorph-esque kind of thing, if you will. With Did you see the shit about, like, how... um Tom Brady's family is leaving him, yeah. like because he just will not stop playing football. No, and they, they actually, in in the news, it's just his wife and their kids doing stuff. 
they'll be actually like in the entertainment section where I'm like, that's not enter- that's sports related at best. But like, it'll be Giselle and her kids are out of the playground. Look, no yeah, Tom, they're, they're doing anything except for participating in life with Tom Brady. Yeah. And really, it's the opposite. Is that Tom Brady? It's like dog. And, you know, I don't want to be the last motherfucker on the bandwagon because, you know, as a Giants fan, I don't have to hate on Tom Brady. Eli wakes up every morning with two of Tom Brady's rings on his fingers. But it's just super weird to me to be not just in the rarefied air that Tom Brady is, but it's just like he has so far broken and surpassed every goddamn record in the field in which he is already the undisputed champion, he's the Michael Jordan. You know, he's not going to have a better season than There's he's already had. There's nothing left to accomplish. And he already has enough money to not need more. It's not the money. It's not the accomplishments. In, in, but also, you had all that stuff. You also had this incredibly beautiful, intelligent supermodel wife who maybe she, made even more money than him maybe, which proves that she's probably smarter than him and then also you have children and that's the thing. whatever the fuck it is that football has not rewarded you with yet bro it's not gonna yeah no having kids and, and choosing to work when you don't have to doesn't make any sense to me right now. Like I would much rather there, not have to work and be with my child. Like every time you go to work, you're you know when there you're getting is, in school, you're getting away from your child. There is one possible scenario, like, which she, is that Giseline farts all the time. She no like, like the worst stinkiest farts, and she doesn't acknowledge she it. She might be, and it's speculation here. I'm just I'm just you know speculating on a hypothesis, as they say. Maybe she's a fucking complete psycho and those children are little Stepford children oh, yeah. that are also like, yo, we're ready to kill Tom Brady. And I, they, they like maybe they call him Tom Brady and he's like, yo, I'm your father. They're like, yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah. Don't worry about that, Tom Brady. You get me a juice box, Tom Brady. Go back to work, Tom Brady. Or, you, yo, throw me a juice box from the red zone, Tom Brady. Yeah. And you, he's need to, like, you need to deflate it a little bit first. Oh, man. Like, honestly, now that we're spitballing this idea, I kind of think that's probably it. Like, no, it, it's you don't him. think so? No, nah, he's, he, he's the dick. I just, I no. I mean, maybe I'm not going to say it's not. There's, I'd say there's a, there's a weird thing going on with what, like after the Johnny Depp debacles of the last few years, mm-hmm. now it's Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and all of their, like their, I guess the emails to the FBI that she wrote came out saying that they were on a plane. He was drunk and he was knocking her around and knocked her over a, an ottoman and mm-hmm. was yelling and she says she's fuck ch- you doing an ottoman on a plane he said bro. that she choked one he choked one of the kids there's motherfucking ottomans and, on the motherfucking plane and he probably did this but the funny the fucked up part is that like it's like let's say when johnny depp stuff happened mm-hmm. I, I honestly looked at all of it read some of it and was like mm-hmm. yeah she lying and i know i feel i should have you know should believe the woman but in this one you read them both and mm. you'd be like no if you watch the shit she's definitely brad pitt's probably lying. a dick like he, people don't want to believe that brad pitt's a dick everybody <laughs> is bringing this like i keep seeing comments that are like what do you think she said to him to make her, him choke her you okay, know, like, like men and, and honestly i believe angelina jolie there's could two, say okay. whatever there's, she wanted to to make you choke her 
you still have to choose to choke her in that situation. There's two things at work here. Number one, number well, no, there's a number of things at work here. Okay, you know, his, his quote was, you know, you're ruining this family. So he he thinks she's making the kids turn against him. So you have to right, add that okay. in there. Okay, the mix. Okay, fine, but number of things at work. Starting with, I assume that anyone who is a fantastic actor, specifically acting. Mm-hmm is probably a piece of shit that you would never want to hang out with. I assume very least manipulative. No, I I assume Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp, uh, Daniel Day Lewis, like uh, DiCaprio, like anyone Clooney who anyone. No, No. because he's not that great of an actor. He just does a really charming thing all the time. I think that guy probably rules. Um, But Anyone who Sean is... Sean Penn. Actually, yo, Sean Penn Total is asshole. There's no question. You would never want to hang out with that guy. Fucking, um... But, uh, Kevin Spacey. So, oh, you know, he could act. You know, no, like, no matter fantastic. what, that's the worst part. Because people will be like, oh, you know there's a movie right now where somebody's like, damn, he would be so perfect for this part. Uh, yeah, be like, And Brian but, Singer should direct it. Okay, but so this is this is kind of part of my <laughs> and point. And Weinstein can produce. Is that if, if you're one of those actors, and I mean like a transcendent type of dude where like... Meryl Streep? It just... She's don't, a hard one. Don't. She break. has to be the exception. It's a woman. To prove the rule. And also, she's a woman. But all right, all right, don't fuck up my stride here. What I'm saying really is just that if you are the type of person, and this may indict Meryl Streep as well, I really hope that it doesn't. But if you are so good of an actor where you. Um, you are almost this empty vessel where you have watched this actor become. Yeah just someone else entirely because you know what i mean like you look at say like a steve buscemi or christopher walken right they're generally just being themselves in different situations and you're like you always love steve buscemi you always love christopher walken but you're just trusting them to be them but an actor like you know when johnny depp becomes Captain Jack Sparrow, you're like, oh shit, he's fucking Keith Richards now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's entirely a different dude. Now, what about or, De Niro? Because he doesn't seem like a dick, but he could be. He could be. I bet he's a little, 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 little bit. A little bit. He's yeah. a little bit. He's a little bit. But no, like what I mean is like, like those. If you people, made him wait for his table for like an extra minute in New York somewhere, he'd be no, like, then, who the fuck do you think? Yeah, who the fuck? Right. Why am I not sitting down? Then he becomes Goodfellas. But, you know. Um, does he become Travis Bickle? Eh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But um but no, that's my point. Like anyone who like no, Val Kilmer, who is has played some of my all time favorite roles, but he so is inhabited by Doc Holliday, by uh Iceman, uh you know Jim Morrison Mad Mardigan Jim Morrison right I'm like dude you have to be such an empty vessel of a human like you're a lightning rod that like probably you suck to hang out with you know and Christian Bale yeah oh absolutely (laughs) but then there's Matthew McConaughey He's never no. See, he, he's he's one that I think of like he learned acting right later. But, no, but McConaughey is he, exactly he in the fucking. Yeah, so can fucking Christopher Walken, but they are he's in the Walken lane at least. I like to think so. Bill Paxton, same. Now, like he's always of, Bill Paxton. Every, everybody, every role I think of with um, McConaughey is basically mm-hmm. 
like he's like it's can wood. i do my accent i see him you know like that's the yeah. i see him at the meeting like here's check it no. out here's the accent i have <clears throat> here's go no here's the thing and i I'm was from texas i was the only person to predict and you remember this i was saying this since the 90s that fucking mcconaughey would get a best actor oscar and everybody said i was a fucking kook for saying it but he had aids though right but that's the point there's only one mcconaughey and it's wooderson and there's wooderson has there's wooderson then there's wooderson has aids there's Wooderson fights dragons. There's stock market Wooderson. Stock market Wooderson. There's fucking uh, Wooderson fails to launch. Wooderson does 50 shitty rom-coms. You know what I mean? Um, But the other predicates I was putting on is that, like, yes, I'm not saying that Brad Pitt or Johnny Depp are good people. I'm just saying that the women they happen to be in these devastating arguments possibly physical conflicts with were also equal pieces of shit no i can't imagine they think of the two of them especially of like we're finally alone oh shit neither one of us actually has a real personality what are we gonna do uh let's buy a winery can you imagine can you imagine just like when those two empty vessels, no matter who they are, like you get people that are such lightning rods that they can uh, portray like a Gangs of New York yeah. level or like uh, Brad Pitt and Snatch or you know what I mean? Someone that can just translate that. And then you're like, yo, I'm alone with nothing to do with another person. That is an, another empty lightning rod. Holy like, shit! Let's get let's let's make children quick. We'll adopt like seven of them and teach them to be like us, dude. Empty lightning rods and and equal pieces of shit. That's that's a devastating fucking concept. I never even gave that any thought. That's. I don't know. Hit pause. I want to. I want to fucking break. Just give me a second. All right. So uh, through the magic of the pause button, um, me and Adam Strange went back to uh, this argument about uh, if it's okay to ever say Jews or the Jews, and my argument here is that. Uh, There are few words that are so divisive, but also that um, kind of have a certain thing to it where, like, um, the way that I perceive it anyway, as me, Falio, the foul-mouthed jerk, MC Onion, the rapscallion, um, Jews is kind of one of those weird words where it's like, yes, that is a racist thing to say, but it, or it can be, but that it, it depends on like the tone and the texture of what you're saying. Whereas like my example to Adam Strange was if you were like, yes, that's why the Jews fled Egypt because the Pharaoh was wanting to kill their firstborns. Um, but if you're like, did you know that Dick Cheney is a Jew? Which isn't true, but if you said it that way, you'd be like, yeah, that's really anti-Semitic. The first statement, the former, not racist, it's just a statement of fact. But the second statement, 
you know. But that, then we'd have to look historically and say, did those people that left Egypt mm-hmm. refer to themselves as Jews or Jewish? Was that word around yet? Because I learned that the Hebrews fled Egypt. You know, no, no, right. And now, if you're Absolutely. saying Hebrews but, but, doesn't, and that's the thing is, but first of all, you, all the fucking Hebrews are dead. And uh, would any living Jews be mad that you said that the Jews fled Egypt? That's what would determine yes. whether you got yes. considered racist or not. It's kind of like the term porn versus porno, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like, um, and I'm not the first person to like break out the idea, but you, you understand what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. you're like, yo. Me and old girl were watching some porn. Fine. And then, but you say, we were watching porno. Then you're like, that's weird and greasy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, a porno, singular, yeah. for some reason. I don't know if this has to do with like Italian nomenclature or what, but like, we were watching porn. Okay. We watched a porno. Cool. But, like, we were watching porno together. Just, uh, ow, now, get that off for me. me. That's gross. That's I gross. I saw a Jewish person correct another person who refer- who said Jews something, like, it was something like, you know, Jews celebrate Hanukkah. And mm-hmm. the, the, the thing was, no, Jewish people celebrate Hanukkah. Okay. And that was a Jew correcting a non-Jew at the time. So, like, I think the idea of using any word, especially the shorter the word is, the harder it is to do to describe oh, you an mean entire, like if you're abbreviating a racial term? An entire group of that people. probably you know, is and correct. I'll say, anytime you say, like... Said one Caucasian like to another. Like if you said, Christians have silly beliefs. Or if you said, white people have silly beliefs. As a recovered Christian, I would say... Yeah, sure. that's, white people have silly beliefs. We do. But I'd say facts, that you can't facts, say that, like, facts. white people love mayonnaise. Mm, you many, can, though. You many can, of them and do. you can factually say that. And I know white people that don't. And I'm just saying this, so therefore, it's, it's, there's Doesn't no point matter. in saying that. Say the best thing it. would be to say most white Survey people. Survey says, like, But the whole idea, like I'll say with anything, is anytime you do that, there is either a culturalism or a racism involved because you're saying those people are the same because of this reason. Like, their skin matches, so they're all the same. And, and that's always Absolutely. wrong. Like, you can't say that like black people don't like country music well, because many of them love country listen, music and make it. Obviously, we all know that all broad generalizations are wrong. But you take a descriptor and you throw an <laughs> S on the end of it. You know, you can't say the whites or the blacks. You can though. The Chinese you, you can is, say it. You just there. There's just repercussions. That's to, what I mean. And to, that's to why. And that's why I said using Jews when you could either say. Jewish people, because some people might be very Jewish, but don't identify as Jew. So therefore calling them by that is going to, you know, like some people are Jewish and probably anti-Semitic. I'm sure they got to have a bunch of them. That's everybody. No, there is a huge like internal civil war about like the self-hating Jews. And you know who says that? Jews. Jewish people. (laughs) Jewish people. Oh, God, I'm sorry, Robot. I hope this is like your favorite episode ever. Um, we do love. I hope Caden's the people. Of no, like our number one fan, and therefore the person we are the number one fan of is a Jewish person that doesn't like mayonnaise. Um, does he not? No, I don't like know. mayonnaise. I have no idea. My wife won't won't eat it. She's fucking British, bro. Your daughter's British. What, they, they She's a Brit. Is is mayonnaise a British thing? I don't think it is. That's the most. That's they peak caucasity. That's the most English, caucasian. I don't know if may- mayonnaise doesn't even sound English. It sounds French. Mm. Mayonnaise. I don't know. 
It does have. It, it has, They're big on them cream sauces, too, over there. It has Franco-American vibes. I'll give you that. I will definitely give you that. Why did a f- company called Franco-America make spaghetti mm. in a can? Wouldn't that have been Italo-America? Why no, would call because it, it was a bastardization of Italian food. French people making. No, it was Chef Boyardee. Yeah. He was no. Italian. The, or, the original book. dude was, but it's like, you know, Budweiser is owned by a Belgian company. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Now, no, That's I'm just what I'm saying. saying. I know, but that Franco Italian dude American, called his company Franco-American. No, he didn't. Look the Frank, Franco-American bought I didn't know Chef that Americans didn't even know about pasta. I always, you know, you think pasta, it's ubiquitous. The whole world, everybody's got pasta. But no. Thanks when, to Marco Polo. When um when Chef Boyardee was going around the Midwest selling spaghetti in bags, mm-hmm. people were like, what the fuck is this? He's like, oh, you just got to boil it. Like, they didn't know what the fuck spaghetti was. It was in like, fairness, it was though, a big deal that put spaghetti he was out there in a bag? Spaghetti. That's weird. And they didn't have the boxes yet. It just got I in. completely know that. But still, like, if you put, The Italians like, just made it. If you put, like, kitty litter in a Ziploc and brought it to the crib, like, and, like, came to my door, I would be like, what the fuck? fuck are you doing but if they were like no if you put this in a box later and you, you let your cat shit in it you'll be okay with a, an animal shitting in your house i can sell shit to a litter box all right <laughs> you want to close on shit to a litter box? Yeah, sure. <laughs> let's do that fuck all em. right all right um so two white guys uh white we, we saw racism white <laughs> cis <laughs> And sexism. Clipping uh, two white cis straight Gentile. Middle-aged. Middle-aged white men uh, solved all the stuff. Southern. In only 56 minutes. We don't even have to do the last four minutes because we solved the culture in its entirety. We Rubik's Cubed the whole thing. Uh, to the point, the only thing we didn't address was like retarded stuff. And uh, in fairness, the whole episode was pretty retarded. So now you can't use that word. Like no, that. I know, but nothing we've done here is cool. None of this was okay for us to talk about. But now they're going to team up against us. And only one of us has been drinking, so you know it's uh, uh yeah. It's, I mean, the general predicate of the show, shout out to Mad Lee, is one of us is drunk, the other one's high. Um, and we debate things that we have no business talking about. So there you go. This is episode uh, 337, also known as the Mad Lee Boobs episode. Um, shout out, Kanye. Hope you like retarded racism. Uh, yeah. Or. Happy birthday. Retemicism. Um, that didn't work. We should have ended on that other joke. All right, ladies and gentlemen, worst or nuts. I am your host, Falio Iglesias, Punati Franco, Elon Muscular, Trash Gordon, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, uh, the Archduke Depeche Mode Von Luftballons, uh, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. And uh, my ho- co-host, as usual, the man we cannot do without, is Adam Strange, Adam Who Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. Uh, and this is the worst case scenario. Because yeah, two wrongs don't make it right, which we have made really clear today. But three wrongs definitely make it worst. And that has become Crystal.
Thanks for having us. Musical composers often use dissonance to suggest a state of restlessness, rambling, unharmonious, discord.